Welcome to the Northern Monkeys Football Show. Happy New Year. Happy New Lockdown. Football happened and we're going to talk about it. Uh, we've got everybody here again, which is good news. It doesn't happen every week. Wayne's here. Hello, Wayne. Hello. No Wi-Fi problems yet for you, which is good news. Not None for you either. It's true. true. Odie Pies here. Hello, Od. Hello. How are we, Odie? All right, mate. Yes, very good, thank you. How was yourself? Superb. And uh, Nuttall, how's your new year been? Lovely. I'm, uh, I'm pleased to be here fresh from saving animals. What do you mean saving <laughs> animals? Saving animals. I'm glad you've cleared that point up, Nuttall. Thank you. Do you want to let everybody know your act of um, heroism? No. I'd like to just continue with the show. Been. And you brought it up, so... <laughs> it feels right we should have some kind of... Uh, uh, and a hero comes along. <laughs> to be fair, is he really a hero for raping a cat? Really? Mm. <laughs> okay. Football. <laughs> not not cat rape. Not cats. No, I'm just keep away from cats. Um, the first game, first game we talk about is the game of the weekend. Uh, Chelsea lost to Manchester City three nil, three one. Sorry. Um, Ode? It was 3-1, weren't it? Yeah. Um, Ode, I know you like Frank Lampard being upset, and uh, so we'll start with Chelsea first. Uh, they got comfortably comfortably beat by a City who could even fill the bench. Yeah, they were, uh, were brilliant to watch, to be fair, weren't it? Brilliant <laughs> to watch. And uh, I know they kept saying on commentary that Guardiola stumbled across this uh, formation with De Bruyne going up front and Sterling up there with him and yeah, played well. Foden played well. Been they were a good result from even with Chelsea having a bit of a bad spell. Yeah, very good. Uh, talk at all that uh, Lampard might be on his last chances here. Uh, well, they backed him today, aren't they? But uh, they, I have also seen rumours that they're lining up Shevchenko. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where he's managing. Though. I didn't, I didn't look into where he is at the minute and what he's doing. I saw Rogers and all. Last I heard, Shevchenko when he had an MP in Ukrainian Parliament or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's been managing national team. I think. I'm not sure though. So he's managing Ukrainian national team and planning to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. No, the. I think it's a mix of both that game, to be honest, because I think City were pretty pretty good for in that mm. first half. They look like they're actually getting into the groove and they're um, only um, four points off top, aren't they, with two games in hand. So you, we could be seeing Man City come to four like you would expect them to here. Uh, considering how many players they've got injured as well, you mm. would expect that they're going to get themselves back into it here, I suppose. Uh, particularly with where Liverpool are wobbling. I was going to say, there's no, nobody picking up any consistency, really. Man U are yeah. the close, team's closest to doing it, and you wouldn't expect Man U to keep it up. Um, so, City can go on a, on a good run of games, as in 10 to 15 games unbeaten with most wins, which, they, which they're very capable of doing, aren't they? Um, you could see City taking control at league. Well, if any team goes on a 15-game unbeaten run this season, they'll probably win it. Yeah, they will. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wayne... Um, Chelsea's problems. Um, few stats on them. They've lost only won two of the last eight games, and the two games they won were against Leeds and West Ham. So not <laughs> it's not relegation fodder. 
Um, they were seven points off the top uh, a few weeks ago. We talked, we, we were talking about potentially if they get fans because this they can challenge for the league, and now they're seven points off top, looking absolutely nowhere near are they. Yeah, I did think a few weeks ago that they would be good enough um, to challenge, but in traditional Nova Monkey style, <laughs> turns out we were wrong. Yeah. We also um, said Werner would come good. Uh, yeah, he's not scored uh, in 13 games. Last goal he he's scored for Chelsea was on the 7th of November. He's looked largely atrocious lately as well. Yeah. There's just no confidence here, is there, William? I think the only players that have that have come on and shown anything are the youngsters, generally. Mm. A- apart from Giroud, who can't seem to actually get any time on pitch, which is bizarre mm. considering he scores every time he gets on it. So, <laughs> I mean, in, in recent years, Chelsea have... Done pretty well with sacking managers partway through the season. Um, if you look at people like Hiddink and Scolari and all that lot, when they've sort of come in and rescued Chelsea's seasons. Scolari? Um, no, but the, uh, Hiddink, I particularly remember Hiddink did. Okay. Scolari was just the next name that came to mind. <laughs> Benitez <laughs> came, did he come halfway through? Benitez. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Di Matteo and all. Di Matteo, mm-hmm. um, pretty sure there's another name that I'm forgetting about as well. Something the Arley. <laughs> Rudely. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think Lampard is going to have to do a lot of convincing to keep that job. Abramovich has never had much patience with managers, with the possible exception of Mourinho. But then again, Mourinho were winning fucking titles, so yeah, that was sort of doing it for him. So I wouldn't expect him if he keeps up this form, to be in job end at month. Well, the thing you've got to remember is they've invested, however, 260-odd million this summer, and they've regressed. So they're not going to accept that, are they? They look worse no. than they did last year after they'd had a transfer ban. <laughs> on paper, on paper the team's good. It is. We did, we did say that this money is spent to bring pressure. Yeah. And... and yeah, but we don't say it bring, it bring pressure to perform better than what they already were doing. So if they were performing similar to last season, you could say, well, all right, we'll give them a bit of grace because it's a complete new squad, but they're performing a lot worse, really. Yeah, because he's not up to the job. I have to say, I've thought over the last few weeks, it's, it, it's, it's come across tactically inept mm. at times. It's really? silly things. I keep pointing back to Arsenal game and how Giroud never got on pitch that game. I'll never know because it was it just obvious that that's what it needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like Hudson Odoi have come on and played well every time they've come on, but he's not actually giving them sustained run. They're just getting 10 minutes end of the game. Uh, I don't, I don't, there's other things like Mendy started brilliant, turned into French Kepper over the last few weeks and he had chocolate mm. wrists for that one other night yeah <laughs> they were on about it with you on Monday Night Football about uh, bringing in Jimmy Carragher were on about bringing in sort of young managers who've not had a chance of uh, basically building up an experience um, Ode we'll come to you on that one um, young manager he, he had he really earned his stripes and earned the right to be managing uh, one of the biggest clubs in the country. Forget if he weren't a club legend, he would have no right being in that job, would he? No, he wouldn't. And 
like another thing we spoke about before, it's the Solskjaer kind of route in it. Mm. Uh, especially when they they brought him in, they had the transfer ban. Um, mm. It was just it was just about getting and and bringing him and Jody Morris. Mm. It was just about getting the best out of what they've got uh, and the youngsters, the the masses of youngsters they've got. Um, so yeah, um, I can't see him having any more patience, really. I don't think it buys him much more time. Uh, no. Being a club legend with Abramovich in charge and spending that amount of money, and possibly with with the players they've spent massive amount of money on, uh, is maybe why he feels needy has to play him when maybe they're not like Nuttall spoke about Hudson Adoy and Giroud not getting a game. Maybe it's pressure. He feels from Abramovich mm. you know, to, to to have to play them players when they're fit. So that's probably. I think that's a, a very good point. To be fair, that it's like it's like he he's been playing Werner out wide. He's not been scoring, so he put him through middle at weekend yeah. to to try and because obviously that's where we were playing last season. But he's sacrificed Abraham Giroud. Right, Abraham's not brilliant, but like I said, Giroud's been scoring, and it, and did did Werner really de- deserve to displace him? Now, but no. he spent a lot of money on him, so it's like the, I don't think I've not thought that much of ZH or I've not seen doing that. Or Havertz, either of them really. Mm. So and, but, and and they have got a lot of quality wide anyway, and they did last season, so. it's I think I think you're right with that. I think he probably feels obliged to play him because he spent mm. a lot of money on him. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Um, on City, what I mean, we've talked bit sort of game got a lot a lot of praise. Uh, can you see this being this last run? There are eleven games unbeaten in all competitions. Are they starting to find the feet this season? Yeah, they are. Um, I still think it's probably. I don't think it's any obvious contender for title at the minute, but it's probably mm. Liverpool's to lose. They're doing the best, um, but and um, as we'll as we'll speak about in a moment, they are doing yeah. the best to do with that. But um, if they're going to continue with that, then City's going to definitely take them uh, take them the way anywhere. Well, I'm not sure how you can say it's Liverpool's to lose at this moment in time because there's three teams around them that have got games in hand that will go top if they won them games in hand, and that that you know, that goes down to Villa in eighth. In in, in seasons <laughs> gone by, I'd completely agree. But in a COVID-affected season, when you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, I'd rather have points on board than games in hand. I would as well, but do you not think City's squad is more capable of dealing with two games a week than Liverpool's? Yeah, but again, that position and coming off the momentum of last season, I think it still would be theirs to lose. Mm. Well, they played they played Henderson at centre-back, didn't they, last night? Henderson and Fabinho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that kind of tells you where Liverpool are squad-wise. Um, the, the feel that Henderson needs to go centre-back. Mm. It's a big issue for Liverpool. Like, they've, they've obviously brought Van Dijk in who shows everything else up. And Matip's a decent defender, but he's constantly injured. They've got basically, it seems like, two central defenders at the, at the entire club. And if you want to be a challenger... He must be injured and all. Mm. Um, but, but the good. point is, you, you look at City and they've got 
Walker, Laporte, Garcia, Ake out injured. Yeah. And they're still winning games. They've got John Stones and whoever else at centre half. Yeah, still there. Is, Walker, is Walker injured? Is Walker uh, injured? Can we really count count COVID as injury? Well, there's, well they're, they're out. There's, a few, there's a few of them that are out with COVID, isn't there, to be fair? So. Well, they stopped going to fucking New Year's Eve parties, shouldn't they? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, Liverpool, they won the worst run in the league since to that February 2017, which is when Van Dijk came in. Um, unsurprisingly, they went five games without a run. They're on four at a minute. Um, is, it, is, every, is all their problems down to Van Dijk missing at all? Do you think Liverpool have got deeper problems than just one player? I don't think it's one player. It's, again, they have got a number of players missing, like Odin's just said, Henderson mm. and Fabinho, who would normally be the midfield pairing, were played at centre-half, so they've then got a weaker midfield pairing. Mm. Obviously, Chamberlain played, didn't he, last night? Mm. Uh, it's not really of the same ilk, is he? No, um, they, they can't influence the game like them. No, I don't no. think it's any coincidence they had one shot on target last night and it, and it was a scuffle on the floor that he could have put his cap on the keeper. Mm. So they never really had a chance against, all right, Southampton are all right, but they're not, you would expect... Should, should them. Beating them. Oh, of course they should. Uh, Thiago played central midfield yesterday. I'm, I'm going to defer to you who watched it I didn't watch it last night. He's not made basically any impact yet, has he, Thiago? He's a tidy footballer, but yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, he's not, he's not, he's like I said, he's not had a big influence on any games that I've watched really. That it is, mm. but but he's not played a lot either. No, so. that's true. That's a fair point. Ode, what's your thoughts on Liverpool? Um, well, not a lot really. Like, see, cool. nothing that nothing that comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? But it's funny, really, the way we sit here. A few I, think I think we've milked it enough, haven't we? Like, say, come on. Well, we, we've sat here a few weeks apart now. If you go in three weeks spells, I, re- I reckon we've said, yeah, this team, this team's putting a run together now. I think, I think yeah. they're going to do it. Well, I think we said it about Liverpool three or four yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Uh, oh yeah, nobody will catch them now. The only ones doing out, and then now, now it's Man City and Man U that are sort of yeah. putting the run together. No doubt in. Three four weeks time, it'll be somebody else. Yeah. Tottenham, Tottenham had their go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, it's just that I don't think there's anybody that can sort of put ten to fifteen game run together is going to be in with a big big chance this season. Yeah, big time. Uh, Wayne on Southampton, um, they're now level on points with fourth uh, with Spurs. They're only they're sixth on goal difference. There's four teams all on twenty nine points, level for fourth. Uh, Hassan Hootel was in tears at the end of the game. He looked beside himself, bless him. Um, odd, I suppose, Wayne, do you think? He's, he's an odd guy, to be fair. Um, I can't pass any judgment on game. I were at work, so I can't uh, I can't say what about that. Uh, in terms of Southampton this season, they've not... We talked about it towards the beginning of the season, about how they've got a mainly English squad. Um, so... It's it's you know refreshing to see. Are they going to finish in top six? Oh, no, probably not. Honestly, I'm ruling nothing out this season. <laughs> Are they going to finish in top ten? Probably. Yeah, that's a probably. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be an achievement for them. Um, mm-hmm. Not probably not going to get into Europe, but I think anything that sets them uh, sets them up for next season is going to be a good thing. Where next season you're probably going to have a bit more normality. Yeah, and to be fair, we talked about it in commentary last night, the bits I watched, from where he's brought them, even even just 12 months ago, or well, 18 months ago, when it were 9-0, 
they look it's unbelievable that there's the same manager in charge and a similar type of team. He's done a, he's done an amazing job to come from there to just a, a normal normal club, some normality. Yeah. Well he's got the best out of players like Adams, who yeah. not that long ago they were looking to offload and cut mm. the losses on. Now they're probably gonna double the money. Yeah. Well Dan Danny Ings has has found his form in it, Southampton as well. Uh, which that lovely finish that last night. Lovely. Anybody that says that were cross is lying. Great goal. Fair enough. Um, number third game, number three game we're going to talk about this week uh, is our number weekly third game. Number third game uh, is our weekly uh, discussion about Leeds United and how they can't really defend. Um, Od- <laughs> Odin, you are in charge of Rachubka of the week. Yes, but. <laughs> Jesus, he can't not give Melia. It was Chubka week, but I think with third goal, I think we well, should overrule him. I, I, no, no, no. I've got, a, I've got a new contender. Oh, go on. Right? And it was just by pure chance I found this. It right. weren't thirty-nine loads. Fine, one worse, honest. Uh, no, no. I just had a quick look on Twitter for uh, bad goalkeeping. <laughs> what, it, what it threw up? What it threw up? Right. It threw up a clip of Hamilton Academical against... Oh, come on now. Right? No, listen. So I thought, well, I'll give the keeper a mention. And it's only someone we know and play and play football with before. Chappie. Chappie. Is it Chappie? Yeah. Chappie was it good. And not just... not He's not just done one Richard Cruz of the week. I, I go as far as say he's done an hat-trick. <laughs> I didn't realise it's time for Hamilton. No, he's at, no, he's at, he's at Motherwell. All right. Oh, so I, yeah. I'll, have, I'll have a look. I'll uh, have a drink. There you go. The, yeah, the, we'll have to first, look at that. The first and second, uh, definitely Richard because of the week. The third, arguably, position of it, iffy, but I'm sorry, Chappie, uh, to throw her under a bus like that, but Melia <laughs> comes first. <laughs> Are you really bringing the Scottish League into Richard Cover of the Week categories? Well, it needs must laxity. <laughs> Disgusting you know, behaviour. What's worrying me about this is that as part of my um, sort of teams to win league bet this season, I've got mm. Motherwell to finish in top six in Scotland, which I thought were quite safe since they finished third last season. If Chappie's going to be playing Rich Ubker all season, I'm fucked. <laughs> Um, yeah, I th- I, to talk about Melia-Ode, because the first goal which led to the penalty, well, I'll talk about the penalty in a second, um, but he was at fault in the build-up to that, and obviously the well, the second or third goal, he, let, he just threw it back at his net. Uh, he didn't throw it back at his net like so, did he? Mm. Let's, let's not over-exaggerate. He had it in his hands and they ended up in back at net, so... The first one, <laughs> he's, he's encouraged to... To play out from back anyway. Yeah. Then we talk about the penalty. Is it a penalty? Isn't it a penalty? Um, that's another thing altogether. Which there's, well, come on, there's yeah, come on to that. Comes on his ankle outside the box. So what? Wh- whatever you gain for that. Um, and then the second was possibly a foul on Rodrigo uh, by Oibier. Uh, in the build-up to that. But, do you know, before the penalty, Tottenham had had nothing for that game. And You're good at deflecting, Rod. You're very good at deflecting. 
from from that goal they kicked on. Listen, we, I'll pull us up if we if we played shit. We played shit, but we we didn't. We played we played all right. So I'm not. You, you don't expect a side, any side coming up from Championship to go to Tottenham and win. Uh, I'm happy with performance. Yeah, result. It flattered Tottenham. They're going on about oh, it were a great performance by Tottenham. It weren't. Uh, Odin, the problem is, is that yet again you've conceded a, a penalty with a foul that you have been doing since start of the season, and you're not learning from these mistakes that we've been telling you at start of the season. You're giving away cheap fouls. Win, win. Have you seen, have you seen that penalty? I have, and to be honest, it's very close as to whether it's online or not. And what, I wouldn't... the kicking of the ankle. Yeah, it's the knees I'll... that come together, though, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's nearly a yard. It's not the foot. It's not the foot. I think it's actually the knees coming together. I think. I think you're probably right. I think it is just outside. What are you blowing your whistle for? You're blowing the whistle for the first thing where he kicks back his ankle. Are you just dismissing that altogether? I'm giving it for the foul, which the referee. Which you kicked him on ankle and then went through him. Oh, we had, we had this discussion. It's about, where, it's about where the foul ends. If I'm not, and on match it there, I've only seen match it there. They didn't give very good angles. To be fair, you couldn't really tell from and unless they did some analysis after. If if there is contact within the box within that same foul, it's a penalty. But well, all right, then what about? I'm sure it was you not all that said it. What about if you're dragging someone from halfway line and? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I always thought it was where it started. Wayne should be able to clear that up. It's where the foul finishes. That's bollocks. That's what that is. That's I haven't seen decisions. So I can't can't comment on it. But you could literally jump on somebody's back and get piggyback from halfway line, and then there were like three sixty spin when you got to the box. Yeah. And then and then, yeah. then that'd be a penalty, even though the, it falls on halfway line. The, the the rule's always been the same for as long as we've been alive. Anyway, it's the whether the referees have played advantage is what's mm. changed. So it used to be probably 90s or whatever, that as soon as someone fouled, they'd give a free kick straight away and there weren't really much of a, an interest to give advantage. Whereas now, we want to see an advantage played as much as possible. So if you continue to hold on to someone, they're going to continue to move that foul closer to goal. It's just your you own. You can't get advantage for that. You can't like, get advantage for that penalty. You couldn't get advantage. No, once a referee says, I think it's a penalty, there's no advantage to be played. Unless he got a shot off and it went in before well, he blew his whistle. Anyway, it's bullshit. Probably want to change the result, but it's bullshit. I was asking I about. I haven't seen anything about that game, so I can't yeah. offer any opinion other than to say classic leads. <laughs> uh, Bamford stopped scoring. Ode. Uh he's not scored. In his, I think he's scored one in his last four games, and he missed a couple of okay chances. Uh, how much worries that that the goals have dried up from Bamford? No, he's banged five against West Brom, but Bamford stopped doing what he was doing earlier in the season. Um, well, on, on rate he's at, he's, he's on for 20 goals a season, isn't he? Which is a very good return. To it be would fair. be, but yeah, it, but so it is on one think, in his I last four. We're being very hypercritical, Lexi, uh, on, on, on with Bamford. <laughs> but uh, do you not think because he were a tip for England call up not long ago, because he's in that bracket? You've then got to be a bit more critical. He then brings some attention on himself because there were, there were conversations about, and to be fair, rightly had conversations about it. He's then well, got got to keep that run up to sort of keeping the same sort of bracket. 
well, he'll be wanting that, obviously. But from an outside looking in, he's a, he's a striker that's never really had a run in the Premier League side. So this is kind of his first proper season in a in a Premier League side where he's consistently getting games. Uh, I, I think I think you have to be really overly critical to to pull him up for a few games of him not scoring. I'd actually agree with you on that. I'm gonna defend I'm gonna defend Bamford on that front, even though I think he's wank. <laughs> Fair point. Fair enough. Um, Spurs won again to run run a three nil um, win. Uh, anything you could take from Spurs, the Spurs win. They should have won it anyway on, on paper. No, let's be fair. They're at home against a relegation threatened team. They're <laughs> supposed to win. <laughs> fair enough. Um, I'm very surprised at Odin there. Well done, Odin. Good restraint. He's finding some good restraint recently. You can see anger building up, though, can't you? <laughs> You're out there, Ode. Yeah, good mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've put Leicester in here to mention them briefly. Um, they beat, beat Newcastle 2 1. The only reason I mention them is because they are now one point off top of the table. Genuine title contenders again this year, then. Are you, are you putting them in the genuine contenders? I am. I think they're better than they were the year they won it. Big yeah. Shout. yeah, yeah. Can't argue with that though. They, they just need to sort their own format. A bit like, like we were on about Manu a few weeks ago. Own mm. form. I, I will. Tr- I was looking at a lot of stats earlier, trying to find where somebody had consistency across board, though. And to be honest, so you, you had Leicester were really their best away team in the league, followed by Manu. Uh, and and you've got some teams struggle at home. You have got. Some teams have done all right over the last six games form-wise. Others have done all right over the last ten. But there weren't no con- the only team in the league could find consistency was Sheffield United. <laughs> and that's because they, they were bottom on every table you looked at. <laughs> Everybody else would just jump in a bar here, there and everywhere. You could, mm. literally couldn't find no consistency in Premier League at all. Mm. Yeah, well, we're not even at halfway point, but it's it's settling, it's sort of settling into what could be a really really good title race this season. Because, like I said, nobody's getting nobody's getting consistency. That, that's what makes a good title race. I can see it coming to last eight season, and there being six teams on seventy six points. And they all lose. Final day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, it was a title by Everton. <laughs> when are you putting Leicester in the same bracket? Yeah. I... Strangely, agree with not all, um, which is unexpected. Uh, but yeah, they've looked good. They've. Did you see the stat on number of penalties awarded this season? No, absolutely. Yeah, they're, Leicester, t- they're top, aren't they? Yeah. Leicester are not only top; they are well ahead of Manu in second. Yeah, the thing is, if you think about those two teams as the top two, the one factor you've got is how fast they're attacking mm. front three are. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen where Liverpool are, and I know it's complained, but. I would argue over the course of Klopp's reign, they're probably quite high as well because they've got pace in attack. It's that having that yard in penalty area is what's giving them penalties. It's not luck. Mm. I agree. Uh, any worries for Newcastle? Anybody? They sit night. They sit on eight points above relegation zone, um, on nineteen points. Oh, any worries for Newcastle? They're just going to be standard mid-table yeah. obscurity. Yeah, they're uh, they're used to it now, aren't they? This kind of position and 
picking up results where like against Liverpool, which are, which surprised. Yeah. yeah to be honest, because that's the type of game they'll, uh, they'll just roll over. But Carl Darlow's looking uh, looking decent these days again. I'm sure I had a look, and statistically, he's uh, best keeper in the league so far this year. What happened to Debravka? He, he can't get back in. He got right. injured and can't get back in. All right. Same that Nuttall tried to claim was better than De Gea last season. <laughs> statistically, he was. <laughs> when you say statistically, Darlow's best, what sort of statistics are we looking at here? I can't remember, to be honest. I can't, honestly, I can't remember what I looked at. I just know that he was, was top it, of the charts. Was it, was it in terms of games played in goal for Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, shot save percentage, probably. Cool. Uh, not all. Have you got any goals for us this week? Bag of goals? No, we're still on winter breaks, really. So we'll probably be back next week. It's FA Cup this week, isn't it? So I would would hope that there's some uh, big scores in that one. Goal. Cool. Uh, one last Premier League game uh, to cover off: uh, Arsenal winning four 0 against West Brom, um, which was very very snowy as well as, as some of the games were at the weekend. Um, uh, start with West Brom, not all. It's just not started. I know they got the point at Liverpool, but then to lose 5 0 and then 4 0, it's major, major problems and worries for West Brom, isn't it? Uh, uh, even though no manager. I blame COVID. Yeah, it's called COVID's fault. Or Brexit's fault, if you ask Sam Allardyce. Too much red tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see something about uh, Allardyce saying that uh, he'd voted for Brexit and that Brexit were going to improve game. And then something else this week about he's uh, having trouble signing players because of the new Brexit rules. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic to see. Any, any comment on that at all? No, <laughs> nothing from me. Uh, comment on 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 West Brom since Allardyce came in. If they, other than the Liverpool result, it's not they've not tied up defensively at all, have they? Not yet, but you've got to remember it's only three games. It's not going to do it overnight, is it? I think it, it, by the end of the season, they'll not be far off. It's not started well, but Big Sam knows what he's doing, despite. It been about boring. One thing I would say about this squad compared to other squads is coming and mm. uh, rescued is the the nowhere near as good. No, I think they're a bit, they are a football inside as well, which might not mm. exactly play into what Sam Allardyce will try and do. Yeah, well, when you look at like just an example, that Sunderland side. Mm. Really, so I mean, there's yeah. a lot of players play well. He had Bent, didn't he? Uh, mm. He had uh, Van Aal. Yeah. 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 Players like that. that oh, new league. Yeah. And he hadn't really got that here. I mean, we've got, we got Charlie Austin. Mm. Uh, um, and he's, he's not getting the game often. It's not starting anyway. Um, so they're missing the typical Allardyce centre-forward, aren't they? A bit yeah. of a bruiser up top. They ain't got that at all. Yeah, that's one of many problems. He'll get uh, somebody this month, though, ain't he? You'd have thought. You'd think They've so. Got to, yeah. Yeah. If they don't like get anybody, they're going to struggle. Yeah. Um, Ode, it was very comfortable for Arsenal. At times, it were men against boys. Um, but Arsenal were quite impressive, weren't they? I know at West Brom, but. Yeah, they've uh, just that bit of confidence and uh, mm-hmm. and they've picked up a lot, haven't they? Uh, which we're a bit of a surprise with. You you wouldn't have thought it, and I don't think that were 
part at plan either. Like with Smith, <laughs> Smith Rowe and, and and players like that mm. starting. Uh, but yeah, he's found another one that's stumbled on some of the works. Yeah. Again, they've got to sustain it. Two games. Yeah. Two games is nothing, but with the league as it is, they're not, I'm not saying they're going to do it, but there's only six points off Champions League places, which is which is unbelievable. But like I said, 100% agree, they've got to find some consistency. Uh, Saka, not all, was very, very good, wasn't he? Didn't see a game. Great input there, not all. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Like I said, do you want to ask me instead? Did you watch any? No, Fantastic. Did you know what we watched match at day, didn't we? But I don't remember it. We watched the game. Did we? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? No, I don't. I don't really remember it. I remember, I remember so game. We were still socially distancing, watching football. <laughs> Discussing for about half an hour about whether it's going to get called off or not. Because uh, yeah, I recall that. I do recall pitch getting white. Oh, hold on, hold on. You you tell me you've had some sort of online viewing party and not invited me. <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, not all definitely watched the game. Hence why I asked the question. But you don't remember, so that's fine. Why didn't Why didn't Why didn't you question me when I said I'd not watched it? <laughs> he just brushed over it. Went somebody else. I, I would just it just shocked me a little bit because if you were, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, all right. I watched it, but I remember nothing about it. How as, drunk were? As helpful. I mean, it it must have kicked off at eight, so I'm, I can't have been really at that stage when we were watching game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Not a. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Wayne, <laughs> do you want to give us some updates on fantasy football and uh, Super 6? Sure. Um, Although I haven't complained about Super 6 this week. He hasn't put my scores on. You're saying you haven't put it on? I, did, I put it on because it tells me what I've predicted, but then it's not giving me any points for any of them. So I don't understand. I can't be asked to uh, take it any further than that. I'm just putting the complaint out on here. Um, I mean, I think I know why that is, like, sir. Oh, it's because I got none of them right. Because you got zero points. You predicted six games. I got all six wrong. I tell you why it confused me because when I checked on Sunday, it put Brentford Bristol City nil nil, and I predicted nil nil. Turns out I got postponed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like so you complained about not getting any points, despite the fact that you actually didn't get any points. I retract um, my complaint. <laughs> So, well, you brought up Super 6, so we'll cover that first. Uh, top I mean, did, did like to do. <laughs> so, uh, we'll start from the, from the top. We'll work as we are there. Mick Davis, 17 points, top for the week. Well done, Mick. Um, I got nine points. Nuttall, six points. Uh, Odin, four points. Laxe, Laxe, yes, Laxe. <laughs> No, actually, you got zero. Um, yeah, so, I was uh, quite disappointed this week because I didn't know the ruling on uh, minute. You know, you <laughs> minute. I thought you got an extra bonus point or something like that, but it turns out, no. And I picked, it's the first week I picked the right minute, and I was very disappointed to see that I got right an extra. Fourth minute, Jeffrey Slope. Well yeah. done, you get nothing Although, for it though. That's yeah. only good to separate the winners in it, I think. Yeah. 
It's yeah. a good level on points, isn't it? Yeah, like I said, it's uh, this when I, when I had steam coming at me ears. Points for the season. Uh, Alan Stevenson still top. Uh, I am in ninth. Uh, Nuttall, 16th. Odin, 19th. Like I say, 24th. Love it, mate. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's move on to fantasy football. And I think, if I remember right, I had a decent week on fantasy football. Nobody cares, Wim. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Lexi, I think you are somewhere up top uh, here, aren't you? 13th, yeah. 13th, Lexi. That's not too bad. That's giving us some sort of uh, respectability. Okay. Uh, Nuttall. Where's Nuttall? 33rd. Well done, Nuttall. I'm in 34th. Odin, 35th. We, we just, we're not very good at this. Not that no. there's any way of explaining it. Uh, Christopher Lilly still top. Uh, has been for quite a, about four weeks, I think, now. Um, so, yeah, well done to Christopher and Aaron Stevenson, top of each individual league. Fantastic stuff. Uh, on to the EFL. Um, we're now in the Championship, at least. Most teams are now halfway through the season. Uh, there's quite a lot with games in hand, um, but it's sort of settled down. Uh, how do we think Championship's gone through so far? I was talking about you, Wayne. Uh, so, let's start with the top. Norwich, seven points, clear of second. Whether the rest of the teams are quite close together. Uh, what are your thoughts on first half of the season at Championship? Uh, yeah, I, I can't really say it's been a strange season because the teams that I thought would be up near the top are near the top, with the possible mm. exception of Bournemouth, because I thought they would uh, struggle. But the others, I think I had Watford to win the league there in six, so they're not doing too badly. Uh, Swansea were one of my picks to go up alongside Norwich, so it's probably as we'd expected. Um Surprise package, you could say Reading, but that's more probably down to how well Lucas Jow was going. But honestly, a bit of a surprise package. True. Yeah, ninth place. Not bad. I can't see them breaking into that top six. Um, ninth place, even though they've got a negative goal difference. <laughs> okay. Uh, further down, he said most teams have played half the season, apart from Rotherham, who have played about a quarter at season. <laughs> It snowed, all right. It, it, it was a light dusting, and you want now? Fuck it. It's too cold. We'll get a mess. It's the referee's fault. Well, you shouldn't have gone through a fucking snow on pitch, should you? <laughs> you basically emptied your freezer. I don't um, think Cardiff wanted either. Did this be fair? They're in shit form, so I don't think they want to play either. What's up, Lexi? Did someone forget to put uh, under pitch eating on? Why, why would we have under pitch eating? Well, it's, a new, it's a new ground, isn't it? It cost it costs a it costs a fortune. It's almost never worth it for a club for us, so we never didn't buy it. Under pitch eating has been at pretty much every club in top two division since about nineteen eighty two. They they talk when we built stadium, they did talk about it a bit, basically being not being cost effective. There was no point in bringing it in. You just put cum- it. It, it was just it was a snowstorm at two o'clock, and that's all that did it. Normal, Lexi, no, is it is it because the locals? Is it because the locals think that under soil heating is some sort of witchcraft? I mean, you're from that area, so you tell me. <laughs> Lexi, you've bought you've bought a brand new car with fucking windy windows. <laughs> uh, has your stadium got a cassette player? I don't know. Probably. Fucking hell, it sounds like they'll have a CD for lucky. To be fair, it wouldn't have made a difference. Look at Arsenal again; they still had to clear pitch at half time, so it wouldn't have made a difference. The time to clear it 
and they they looked at the forecast and it, they were they reckon they were due another snowstorm, which never came. Um, apparently, it was more down to the, uh, the incoming forecast than it was the snow that were on the ground. But I just don't think I don't think both teams wanted to play. And referee didn't want to stand out inside it cold for an hour for two hours. So win win for everybody. Um, close to the bottom though. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you look at the bottom from Coventry in 16th down to 24th, is there any real surprises in any of those teams being there? Forest well, and Derby. I'm going to say Forest and Derby are surprises. For me. No, because we thought Derby were going to get a points deduction anyway, so I, I wouldn't say that's really a surprise. Forest then. I, I would say they're both surprises. I don't think I, even we had points. Even if I had got a points deduction, I wouldn't have expected to see Derby down there really. QPR is a bit of a surprise as well. They're normally no, no, no. safe mid-table. Oh, oh, they're, they're, they're a lower mid-table side, aren't they? They teeter to it. I don't think any of those teams from Coventry down are particularly surprising to see them there. So Millwall, Millwall, Millwall with playoffs end of last season, weren't they? Yeah, actually, Millwall. I thought I think I tipped them for playoffs this season. <laughs> that shows our level as a podcasting predictions. Yeah. Like, say, do you think you're going to finish outside bottom three? It is too early to tell for us. We've got we've now got three games in hand to nearly everybody. Um, it, it's completely dependent on the, on those games when they come back in hand. Why not? I mean, this break has come. This enforced break has come at a good time for us. By the time we play his next game against Derby, we'll have probably have at least one long term injury player back. Hopefully, we'll be able to make a sign or two. Um, it's a bit of a blessing in disguise. All this stuff that's gone on, other having to play the balance of the game, which we didn't want to do. It's all a bit of a blessing in disguise, so hopefully it'll, our timing of our run will be better than it has been in previous years. Um, but let's wait and see. We know we don't we, we don't play another league game for another week, do we? So Yeah, which should hopefully mean that everyone gets over COVID. Well, Derby have got it now, haven't they? On Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Derby, uh, you know, Derby complained about Rotherham postponing the game. They shouldn't have had to postpone the game. Uh, Derby's next league's game is against uh, Rotherham. So, some karma coming around there. It's enjoyable. Um, thoughts on Wednesday, not all. Uh, win against Derby at the weekend, but you're lucky is maybe not the right word, but oh, you rode your luck, didn't you? I'd, oh, say, I'd, say, I'd say it's the right word. Okay. <laughs> we, we, were, we were awful. We weren't lucky. <laughs> I only caught first half, to be fair. I didn't, I didn't yeah, see yeah. Derby, Derby were a lot, far better. Far better chances. She could have been outside by half time, but we're stuck in game and snuck it. There you go. What's your thoughts on keeping Neil Thompson? Uh, too early. Too early to say, really. I don't leave Bullen won four games as uh, to caretaker of the year, and I wouldn't have won, in, in the end, I wouldn't have wanted him. So, don't know. Too early. I'd. I, I don't even know what I want. Okay. So, do you want Joy Barton, who was left uh, Fleetwood this week? Well, I know I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I have to say he's not done too bad a job, but he's a clown. And if he did come in, it lasts two minutes with Chancery. So it's uh, stupid. Mm. Uh, I, I know he has pay. shot up, shot up as a favourite, hasn't he? Mm. Now at Chancery, it's like a story about him leaving Fleetwood. I'd rather be impaled on a metal spike than have Joey Barton as his manager. I'd like to see Joey Barton to come as your manager and then you do have an Amazon-style documentary just for the period that Joey Barton's there. It'd be brilliant. 
what just every every game showing him beating up other managers in tunnel. Yeah, be brilliant. Just watching him argue with Chan Siri. It'd be awesome. Let's bring Daniel Stendel back as his assistant. <laughs> um other AFL stuff. Um saw today Wigan's bid for the Spanish bid. So we've not talked about Wigan for quite a long time. Um because everything looked like it was on its way to getting sorted. They accepted a bid from a Spanish based consortium. They own like like I can't pronounce it. Go on. Liganes, Liganes, whatever you want to call them. No, Wayne can't pronounce it either. They're not laughing now, are you? Um, and they everything agreed. I saw something today. Everything agreed. They paid so much money on Christmas Eve. Everything was sorted, and then they come back. I think today, as I'm recording, and change their bid to half of what they originally offered. Um, so the administrators now told them to sod off. Yeah, well, it would have taken below twenty-five pence in pounds, so that they got a points deduction, and there's a chance EFL wouldn't have transferred golden yeah. share at that price. Yeah, um, but it does sound like positives that are that they've looking like they've got buyers in win, aren't they? That it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah, um, since September they've been in a period of exclusivity with that Lagana's chairman owner, um, but as of today, I think Mick Halsall. Uh, the owner of the Halsall Racing Team, he used to be at Superbikes. He's put in a three million pound bid by all accounts, but I believe that three million pound includes the nine hundred and sixty odd thousand that Wigan fans have already raised. Um, so he's right. going to buy them. He's going to buy them for two point zero four. Throw that in, and give them a fifteen percent share, even though they're paying thirty three percent of the club. Mm. Yeah. When you when you told me that earlier, Wayne, I thought it was on top of the three million. I didn't realise no. it was part of the three million. So, sort of changed it a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah no. I think I think if they can maybe coax a bit more money, he has said that if he takes over, he'll put ten million in liquidity into him. But how many times have we heard that? We well, yeah. yeah, it's it's a fair three million quid for. I know they're potentially going down to League Two, but three million quid for a team like Wigan's not a bad price. If you the get problem, them stable again, you can get back to championship. Imagine the problem they're going to have is going forward. Weren't they? They were hemorrhaging cash on a uh, run, on a running basis. That's why mm. the, that's why they end up in the position they were because the owner stopped funding it or yeah. basically said we, we can't fund. Uh, although or they were a well-run club, they were a well-run club in the sense of every other club in championship that loses money every season. So yeah. if you haven't got somebody coming in that can fa- finance that. I would imagine there is obviously they will have reduced them costs cost massively this year, but mm. they're not going to be profitable. So you still all wonder whether they'll turn it round. And if you, I've, I've listened to an interview with administrator today, and they've they've got a bit of a bad reputation with Wigan fans because a lot think they've granted this period of exclusivity to try and drag it out to increase their own fees, so they're self-serving. <laughs> Uh, right. But they're they're now reaching the point where they're getting to the maximum that they can charge. Mm. I don't know what the rules are around it, but there's a maximum they can charge as an administrator. So now they're going to want it over and done with quickly because they're going to be working for now. If not, mm. uh, I think I think Halsall has said as part of his bid that he wants. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, 
<laughs> oh, there. Tell you what. Tell you what it is. Uh, it's a small Lancashire club, and that's how Odin feels about small Lancashire clubs. Yeah. I think. I think we need to put something in uh, before start of this conversation, Lexis. I mean, anyone other than Wigan fans, yeah, you can you can set an alarm for five ten minutes from now when to wake up. <laughs> You know, it's been a while since Odin disappointed. It's been a while. It's been a while since he showed contempt for anybody outside Premier League. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think Odin's everything that's wrong with football. Yeah, look, <laughs> look at what Odin single-handedly did to Macclesfield. I know. Yeah. Disgraceful behaviour. We um yeah, I would say he's he's said that he wants to work with council because council on the land for the ground and for the churning ground. So, I thought rugby wanted... league, Wigan rugby own the ground. I think they're the tenants of the ground, aren't they? Right, they're okay. yeah. the football team. Um, but he wants to work with council, and then is it Wigan and somewhere else college? They wants to basically pump money in so that the college can use the facilities as well. I think it's college bit... training ground in it from what I read earlier. Yeah. It all seems a bit um. Enthusiastic to me. I'm not too sure. He's, uh, I think he's underestimating how much he needs to actually put in. Yeah, yeah that's of course how I was giving it as he got the funds to sustain it. Mm. Fair enough. Um, anything else you want to do? We'll have a brief look ahead to the FA Cup if you want. Um, anything else you want Go to on mention? Go on, Odie. I'm going to have to pass judgment and say that I have to leave at this point as I've got work. So I'll leave you to the rest of the show. Thanks very much. Alright. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got I've got nothing to add really. I think I think we've uh, we've all wasted enough of each other's <laughs> and the listeners' lives on it. To be quite okay. honest. It's very positive. Discussing, discussing councils and, and pumping colleges. <laughs> Uh, FA Cup this weekend, um, a couple of standout games. Chorley Derby is one of the standout games, and also Spurs Marine, which I think is on Sunday. Um, looking forward to the FA Cup, or has it lost a bit of something this year? Good. Um, personally, uh, I'm not saying I prefer to see what, but just concentrate on league and. Uh, mm. And and we're as bread, bread's buttered. Yeah, I, so, I feel exactly the same. I, I don't I don't think you'll I don't think you'll feel the weak side though. Not at all. When, when I've looked back on, I know last year I know we played Arsenal in cup. The year before we played someone I think it was QPR and we played a fairly strong side for that and all. Mm. Uh, so I I think you'll get cup respect it. It deserves, but at the same time, I hope it doesn't become a hindrance. Mm. To be honest with you, in the situation you're in, uh, it's probably the best chance of doing anything, FA Cup. Yeah. Normally, I always wonder why, you know, like mid-table Premier League sides that don't look like they're going to go down and don't look like they're going to... Well, well, I don't have a good go at it, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, don't try and... Uh, they're still fielding second second string size, but mm. I think we've been his first season up here and the the players still learning. They're not seasoned Premier League players, just... I'd, 
I'd just give more under 23s a chance. That's, yeah. that's all I'd say. And it's not like they're, they're not doing enough to get a chance either. There's mm. quite a few of them that are doing really well. So, yeah, just see how it goes. I'm not too fussed either way, to be honest. It's probably at least fussed I've been since last season. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame there's no fans because there's some cracking ties this year. I've just mentioned a couple there, but Stockport home to West Ham, which would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Newport home to Bre- uh, to Brighton, which would have been a big game for Newport. Uh, Leeds of Crawley, you know, that would have been a great game for both. Chelsea at home to Morecambe. Yeah. Boreham Wood host Millwall. We sometimes get a third round days where you just end up with all Premier League ties. For the first year in a while, you've ended up with some what should be some really, really good classic third round ties um, but it's just not going to be the same this year unfortunately and for the foreseeable future obviously we're going back into lockdown we'll a quick mention on that and for me any hope of going back this season has been almost eradicated now what do you think? Yeah I would have thought so Imagine if you go down Imagine if you go down and you wouldn't have managed to get into the stadium to see him I'd be fucking sick. I'd be fucking sick. I'd be crying the centres like the ones. But it's not going to happen, so. <laughs> right. That's all I've got. Anything else? I don't think so. We can't talk about anything outside Premier League anyway, because Odin will. Fall asleep. Yeah, fall asleep or start I, verbally I, abusing him. I, I joined in on the, uh, the Rotherham pitch debate, didn't I? Uh, you joined in, you had a dig. <laughs> I, I just merely pointed out. I said, well, I, "I didn't know you didn't have under soil eating." Yeah, that's true. Fair, fair enough, Ford. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had a dig. Well, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. I've noticed. Cheapskates. Brown run club us profitable. Yeah, you 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 spent all that money on a brand new ground and, and went went put under soil eating in. Waste of time. You just you, this goes back to what we said last week about you being a defeatist club. You, you what? Never think they're going to get playing games. They, no, no, they think they're never going to get to Premier League where everybody's got them sort of facilities, so they haven't bothered putting them in. <laughs> to be fair, this is the. This is the first time since we've been at New York that a game's been called off because of the pitch. It's yeah. never, it's never, never ever been an issue. It's normally, if it has been in past, it's because of the surrounding area. So it's never actually a problem, but so fuck you, Ord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll call that a day. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for Wayne, who has now departed. If anybody uh, does want to be the fourth Northern Monkey, then yeah. you do just have to send in your applications I wonder, if, uh, naming. I wonder if Dylan Borg will do it <laughs> <laughs> he could do yeah yeah yeah. if you've got some commitment unlike Wayne who prioritises work over this um, you know I'm sure there's people out there um, thank you Odin for you've been calm and no bitey in the past week or two it's disappointing no well it's, I've kind of gone past point now uh, getting annoyed about it um, we'll see it next few weeks if you're going to bad run well yeah that might affect it but for the time being I'm uh, I'm in a comfortable place 
Fair enough. And thank you, Natal. Hopefully we'll have some of your bag of goals back next week with more games on. Hopefully. Hopefully they'll return. And thank you, everybody. Um, Follow us, listen, and subscribe if you haven't already. And we shall be back this time next week or when we're going to be looking back at what will hopefully be a really, really good FA Cup weekend. Um, If not, we'll still come back and talk about a shit one. So cheers, guys, and we'll see you all next week. See ya. Bye.